Welcome, everyone, to the OG pod. Today, I'm joined by Jose Rojas, as he requested to be called, and Bernard White for a, another original. We're doing a three-camera setup, and we're going to see how it goes. My thing is, uh, if you think about it, the election is basically a diss battle against opponents, right? Who was he uh, against, or you know, I fighting? I think it was uh, Mitt Romney initially, wasn't it? Was it well, Hillary no, Mitt Romney was the re-election. The re-election. Was it before uh, Bush, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, that seems like no contest. Yeah, oh, it, was an, win. it was not no contest. Wasn't it? Let me have a look. Hang on. I think it was Bush. But yeah, he, okay. he was running on like, yes, we can do this. We can do this. Yes, we can get out of the Iraq. Yes, we can do this. You know, and people were like, oh, yes, yes. we can. And they, they put have it to have it make, Like, what is MAGA? <laughs> How do you even say it? Make America great again? Make America again? great again. How is that a slogan? Uh, hang on. Okay, Obama, right? You put oh, on a hat with the worst font on the planet in the tackiest color of all time, and then you got Kanye West to wear it for shame. For and it became shame. like a hate, a hate like hat, hate words, make America great again. Yeah, so it was, it was, yeah, it was George Bush, nine well, eleven. I think that's a good message, but you know, Trump made it a little tacky. But it is a good message. Look, you make the, in order to make America great again, you gotta first of all build a wall. <laughs> How high? And who's it's, gonna pay it's, for it? And I don't know why why these guys say that wall will cost that much money. I don't know why. I worked in construction and property, and I think that wall is not gonna be too expensive. You've got you put containers all along the fucking US. Yeah, like old shipping containers. Yeah, old just shipping stack containers them on the just wall. Like, just like three of them. Electrify them. You get shocked back a thousand feet if you touch it. Done. Let's Good luck getting into America. Hire now. my company right now, Jose Rojas Constructions. Let's go. Oh Let's go. Just Two point three trillion. Yeah, yeah. A few and Peruvians. Who's gonna pay for it? Mexico. Let's I just. Guess. <laughs> what did Trump what? say? If that became true, I would like figure out real estate. And figure out where I can live, where they have the most border crossings on that wall. <laughs> yeah. And I would fucking watch my binoculars and like have a little scoreboard. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> I would do. I would do. I would do the capitalist thing, and I would say, "Hey, why don't we make a, a resort, and we call it the Wall, <laughs> the Great Wall of the United States of America?" And then you just like chuck it in. It's a resort. You charge Mexicans like ten pesos to stay there overnight, and you can just watch america but you can't be in america and then you just make it that real estate development you can then just have all the you make it a wall you yeah. add in gambling too yeah and how many people make it across and don't make it across mm -hmm. in a week well people would bet on it that'll bro <laughs> that'll be that'll be actually the best and the brightest will come here like, like, like there'll be some kids training for the entire like the parents will be like you're not doing drugs. Why? You're going to run that race. You're going to get to the other side of the wall. <laughs> and, that, and that race happens once every six months. Once every six like months. a dystopian society based around oh my the God. wall. Based about crossing. on it. There's movies. <laughs> Look, I think, all right. Like, yeah, the other thing is like the open border policy, which is the other thing. The, the other thing that everyone else is pushing. And I think that you could do that. But everyone else down south has to agree with it, including the presences. Like, everyone has to say, you are the daddy of the USA. It might not be the best use of resources at this time, but I, you know, what, maybe walls aren't the right idea anyway. Like, yeah, that's I exactly think, my I, point. Security is the right idea. Yeah, security Make is right. Automatic idea. killer robots. We build walls. Make automatic killer robots. Send them to San Francisco first because they will kill all the homeless. <laughs> Wait a minute. If you put the walls up, do, right? they will still find ways to get around it. And basically, for all you're doing you is homeless. training a new TV show called Illegal Alien Warrior. That's all it is. Illegal Alien Warrior? Yeah. <laughs> What's the show about? Dude, 
E.T. Ninja, Ninja Warrior? <laughs> I never saw. Oh, wait. Maybe I did. You ever yeah, seen Ninja yeah. Warrior? What? Is that Ninja the one where they're oh, doing all like the Ninja too? Warrior. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Yeah, it makes it makes sense. So everyone that everyone that is doing Ninja Warrior is like <laughs> illegal, yeah. and they have to finish the course to be able to get a green card into the United States. No, the course is getting off the wall. Yeah. But so, no, no, no. And on the in the contest, it has to be fair though. You can do it as many times as you want. Okay, you just don't have to be a criminal record, and you have to do a Ninja Warrior test. Okay. Like a ninja warrior for like, you know, like normal to medium to athletic people. And at the end of the ninja warrior test, you have an English test, a math test. I think and it's a, such a great idea. And then you go like, like, and then you go like, sorry. And then you, if you, test. and it's yeah. the best out of the five tests that you do. You get five tests in different realms and it's the best. And like, sorry, you get four out of five. You, if you do four or five, you can fail one, but you can't fail two because that's a fucking you're, too much dystopian in the society. We don't want you to come in bringing well, why not? two problems. Why wouldn't you test people? Why, who wants to huddle masses? You're putting too I mean, much money they, like, somebody help them, and but, effort you know, into this. Kinda, we have a standard. The whole show exactly. you got to is based standard. off what's going on in the situation. You have a wall. You have water. You have bricks. You have fucking, uh, what do you call them? Uh, Border Patrol, right? <laughs> All of that is the obstacle course. <laughs> and what you do is you give one person at a time or two people or like five people make a race, right? But no, you what you're saying is that we should put drones and film that as we speak right now and yeah, create a TV a show. <laughs> yeah. with who wants to be a citizen? That's a great idea. Who wants, we do who wants to be a citizen? You give them water, right? Oh and supplies get across the border. I think you can do yeah, it. I However, think fitness tests. You put DGI should expose in the water so it gives them a little extra boost. Yeah. DJI well, should sponsor it. Peyote. What is that? Peyote? Yes. Holy shit, we're going to make them trip balls? While they're trying to get across the, the obstacle course. Yes. Maybe that's like, yeah, an upgrade. You get like a year off it's taxes. It's not illegal to do peyote crazy. in Mexico. Bro, you're crazy. I like it though. It's brilliant. I really agree with it. Like, I think that we need, we need to make them work for it. Like, and I the, look. The Statue of Liberty says, give us your huddled masses. Yeah. We don't agree with that anymore or what? No. Yeah. Okay. Because the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> it's hard to convince me. The, the, the Statue of Liberty go crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know he says that. But no, we shouldn't, we shouldn't continue with it. It was at a time where we needed people. Now, America needs the right people. We've got too many homeless. Yeah, right. That's a good point, actually. The standard has been raised. Hey, you can't just be a hard fucking mass. Yeah. The, the standard has to be raised. It's like everyone goes like, everyone criticizes the past for the atrocities of the past, but they don't understand that the past also shows that we need to raise the standards. Everything about society is about raising the standards of society. Yeah. And some, progressive some, some people are easier than other. Progressive why, people think that making it easier for people to come into a society that is great, it's very progressive. But I think not. Making it harder, it's progressive. Because you make it harder, which means that you are trying to make the people down there better to come into your country. That's yeah, it. it's a great That's idea. All actually. you have to Just do. That's qualification. Why I love immigrants coming to our country. Their work ethic is so much better and so yeah, much bro. more focused. It should put fire in people's asses here in America. You can't pay us Usually. right, though. Well, they have the advantage because, you know, whatever, they've been here for forever. <laughs> like, and you know, so. and, like, and the thing is that the, the other thing is, you know, there's disparity everywhere. Like, I don't, I don't disagree with people saying that there's disparity and some fairness, but those people never weren't raised in Peru. Those people were raised in the States. And I'm like, that's, you, gotta, you can get a U.S. passport. You know how that, like, you can enter every country except by Russia and North Korea. But who wants to go there? I actually want to go to Russia. Russia would be Russia. sick. But, um, but, you know, like North Korea probably would be sick as well, but a different way. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> well, like human atrocity way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that, that only way. Uh, 
But like, you know, I think that the people that in America talk about privilege, I'm like, if you're able just by birth be able to get an, an American passport, I mean, like, you're privileged as fuck. That's it. Like, because you can get out of it and you can go to another place that could be paradise. You can live in Thailand for a third of what you spend in America. Yep. $4,000, three months it costs you to live. Very then you're good. in Thailand every morning when you wake up. Like, does anyone really want that? You know, bro. I mean, Bernard will love it. Lady boys. Yeah, I would. <laughs> like, would you love it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, an average good amount of money, you know, every three months. I could live in Taiwan for the rest of my life right now. Yeah, it's pretty it. good. Like, some, yeah. people, some people do it. My point is, and this is kind of what we were discussing the other time. We were saying about, you know, what is the objective of, of uh, I think that automation and the improvement of the workforce in America to which like there's a lot of people that are going to be displaced because they're old they can then go back to south america and like who doesn't know an old man that just got divorced or his wife just died and he wants to fuck some younger over 18 pussy they can go i don't think you have to go to a different country to do that but yeah, you know yeah. whatever i mean like but who doesn't like a younger over 18 pussy that is also a religious woman and will always be with you you know, you know what I mean? They go to Thailand. Those motherfuckers go. There's a lot of bad things that happen in those places. I'm not going to say it doesn't. Jesus. Have you heard about the passport bros? What? The passport bros. Yeah, the, yeah but like they, do it, they do it for like the reasons of like, I want a wife. A wife, yeah. I want a wife that is younger than me because my ex-wife, my wife is dead. Oh, I divorced or whatever. Is well, that you like know? a pay order bride Most or something? Most men in America do, don't. Feel like your relationship with an American woman is is logical because it's a hard too task, bro. That's so hard. That fucking hard yakka. So basically, going to the country, you find someone much more loyal, much more like wanting to be equal with religious. You or, Usually, yeah. religious women are more loyal because they believe in the one marriage for the rest of your yeah. life kind of thing. And like Catholic women, they go down to Catholic. That's why Vietnamese women are very Catholic. South American women very Catholic. What do you define as loyal? I don't know. Like, like they, the they, can, they will fuck think? someone else, but they won't leave you. Whoa, yeah. Bro, that's like, not so loyal. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, you know, those women, they are feisty. Like, my mom was a, is, a, is a Hispanic woman, right? Like, I know she's feisty. Like, I don't need to be told that. Like, I know because my mom was always like, she was a very strong-minded woman in a country that was very patriarchal. So you can see that she had, as you call, manly tendencies. So, my mom was a slut, by the way. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad my mom doesn't speak any English and she's got dementia. So, you know. <laughs> so, she, so, she's going to be fine. <laughs> she's not going to get she'll offended. About this. She yeah. might get offended about this, but she'll forget about it in like 10 seconds. That's the advantage of being old, right? Yeah. Everything rolls off your shoulders. Yeah. So, you look at it that way and I go, that's what people. This, this is the bullshit about Andrew Tate, is that he, used to, he said that to, to all these incels that he that used to listen to him you know he was like you want to you want to you want to marry someone you want a woman that is loyal to you that will cook you dinner that will cook you that will cook you breakfast have everything ready for you go down to these countries and i'm like well that's not happening yeah, anymore that's crazy that's crazy but in some in some places i can see why people would do that like why guys would go oh fuck this is too hard i need to well like why is that that guy's single aim like if you are aiming correctly you're not thinking that way exactly if you're aiming correctly you're thinking about meeting someone that you want to be with rather than just meeting someone that just for the sake of it you know? well you're not worried about going to like some other country to meet someone like exactly. you know there's people all around you or whatever and you're a normal normal human being that can do that and some of those guys are really weird because uh, I've seen them in South America. Some of the guys that go there and try to look for the South American bride. Yeah, they have to be, right? They're old as fuck, yeah. yeah. 
Well, and yeah, they have to have like. And they yeah. always get treated like kings, which I get really angry because when I was dating a Hispanic girl, she never treated me like a king. I was another fucking Hispanic dude. I was like, oh, this idiot. <laughs> but as soon as they married a guy from another country, they're like, oh my God, my king. And I'm like, you bitch. Why? <laughs> so that's why, why I like the Philippines. They don't treat you like a king, they treat you like, you know, their spouse, their equal. Yeah. It's, and then you married, a, and then they married a white man, and he's like, oh, fucking, you know, it's just different. I think the perspective changes because <coughs> because what we're discussing this about is like people search what they didn't have in someone else. That's it. You know, search what you don't have or what you didn't experience, I guess. And it's the same thing. And what do you want? Undivided attention. And if someone can give it to you because, I don't know, white men are the models and every, every TV show and movie up until a certain point only had white actors looking a certain way. Yeah. So the standards of beauty that got distributed to the world were that. That's fine. That's okay. It's nice that all that is changing, I guess, that people make an effort. Yeah, can, can anyone put me in a no, fucking whatever. movie? Can Peruvians need representation. Peruvian Australians need representation. Well, I'll tell you about this right now. They will never bring back the mammy if you're, to, the, to, to the freaking if movie If you're doing it right, hmm. you never have to make an effort. Yeah. yeah. So like mammy was like a big right. focal point back in the days in movie careers. Mm-hmm. Matt, you were a black woman who was like the caretaker of the house, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big thing. They could not do that now. No, they they will <laughs> never they will never bring back the nanny. They'll never bring back like the 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 Hispanic lady working for for the house. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think like the Modern Family kind of it was the Modern Family as a show, as a sketch show, which is obviously it's yeah. staple kind of thing. That shit was like you have this Hispanic woman. Carolina Herrera, or her name is, fucking gorgeous woman, whatever, yeah. and yeah, marrying the guy from yeah, the uh, old uh, white guy, the old white yeah. guy from like at home, married, you know, what's it called married marriage, marriage, that's marriage how children. it goes, you yeah. know, <laughs> but like it was like it was just like in, and you go, that's how it goes, and she's like feisty, and like she puts him, whips him into line, and he's a bit of a cut for her, but he also whips her into line, and you see this relationship and dynamic and all this, I'm like that's good, that's a good explanation of how interracial and intersexual <coughs> couples will go into you know same sexual couples mm-hmm. like the, two, the, the son with his gay husband mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I feel like I can you like feel TV and commercials different than like what you find on YouTube and yeah they're different they're it's much a different, different vibe yeah. it's like especially it's, like TV commercials have a totally different vibe I almost feel like it's an act out version of life you know it's like a Vanilla version of life. They're taking the. They're taking the. I feel like I fits. can recognize a commercial. Mm-hmm. I have to say, the only yeah. thing that doesn't change from TV to on. like YouTube or any kind of streaming sketch shows. Sketch shows could be the same on TV as they are on fucking like YouTube or any streaming. Some of the sketch shows are the are the, the basic. Keith, the bro, basic you need for a sketch show. Shane Gillis, go watch that show. Yeah, is he really that good? I've never seen this. Bro, thing. you have to watch it. Really? It's the fucking best. It's so great. funny. It's it's he's got these. So his his story is he got banned from SNL, and then uh, as he says it in a fucking YouTube in a in a video, he goes, um, "I'm technically an ex, a veteran, an ex uh, div, Division One uh, NFL like NCAA player, and uh, I was casted on SNL, and you know, <laughs> yeah, like that's technically his on paper." But he never do, did any of those things because like he ne- he never got to work at SNL and film a show because he got canceled before that for something that he said in a well, podcast. Yeah, you want to claim the credits as far yeah. as you can, you know. I said, I said, I said, you. if I was his manager, I'd say, son, let's put that on a fucking piece of paper and let's send it everywhere because that's it. Like that's who you are. The reality is, you know, I was a pre-Olympian, 
You know, I played for Peruvian Rugby Union trying to go to the Olympics. I can write that in, on, a, on, a, on a piece of paper. And I'm, that's true. I got the photos to prove it. So like, you know. I'm well, like, you know, what are your qualifications really help you, help you for? Like the next thing is always demanding more anyway. Yes, so you have exactly. To have like, so like the, the things that you had in the past doesn't matter. So that's what he was saying that that's technically what I did, but I didn't do any it of It kind of builds you up and gives you a base to operate from, yeah. but um, you're always like But his shit is hilarious. That's what I was saying. His shit is his sketch show, which is a Gillian Keeves uh, season two. Man, it's so funny. And it's just the premises of, this, of, the, of the shows. The premises of it, like how they start with and how they landed, it's fucking crazy fun, bro. They have the, the, the OnlyFans dad, you know, the dad <laughs> fucking just getting on this CBN, just like getting an orgasm, like trying to pay. I'm doing this for you. <laughs> it's fucking good. It's so good, bro. It's the best. It's just, and like, it's this big monk suit, fucking Chain Gillers just getting, like looking like he's getting fucked by a CBN, you know, in front of a camera. It's yeah. fucking funny, bro. It's so funny. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. There's you a lot watch of it. funny people. Mm. Yeah. Oh. It's, what do you guys think is happening to comedy? Is it evolving? I mean, obviously it is. So I was just reading about the vaudevilles. We were talking about this. Yeah. Uh, vaudevillians were like somewhat <coughs> like comedians, and Bob Hope was one. Do you recognize that name? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Anyway, um, so what the f- what is comedy? What is it? What is comedy? I feel like comedy to me is like being a Freemason. Like comedy has such a low amount of people. Are doing it. We're all murder plenty group. of people. What? A comedian is going to control governments and oh, <laughs> and create the Illuminati. We don't control governments. Oh. We reveal the truth about governments. Yeah, true. That is real. That is. I don't know. The Illuminati. <laughs> Possibly. There's like a black Illuminati or her too. What is the Illuminati? Uh, some well, secret organization that rules behind the, the 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 curtain, I guess. Yeah. So what? But so comedy is like what the fuck is it? It's it's a big clubhouse of people, basically, that want to make themselves feel better by making everybody else laugh. I think like, I think the comedy as an art is obviously what comedians want to do, right? Like it's making people laugh. It's making people pass the time. Would you be satisfied making people laugh by something you wrote or by juggling? By something I wrote and I performed. Okay. Yeah. So like I think the that's storytelling. Like- it's all about storytelling, I think, at the end of the day. But because what you're writing is comedy, and this is from my very short life in comedy, but my deep love for learning things, new things. I love learning new things. That's all. Uh, I just love getting into shit. So I have been grabbing a few books you know, to read about. Like Here is the Kicker is a book, which is a very good book. I don't know who wrote it. Google, it's a great book, and it talks to a lot of like comedy writers. Judd Apatow, fucking the guy that wrote The Office, apart from Ricky Gervais, the other guy, I don't know his name. But that's how much. Oh, B.J. Novich. I think so. Yeah, and it's just like, and they're talking about how they land these big things, how they how they make these big pieces of art, and I think that that's what we're trying yeah. to do, right? We're trying to provide entertainment to people. That's all. Yeah, some people get in the zone for like a long time. Mm-hmm. How many seasons did The Office have? Uh, Nine? Nine, I think they did. Maybe 11. Something. It was crazy. I mean, I've, I've never watched lot. Office all fully through. Really? I've been annoyed by it all the time because every single woman I've been with her ex has been watching it on repeat constantly at their house. 
And I'm like, why do you watch on repeat? Steven Merchant yeah. is the one it that is, they interview. Like after you've seen something like Steven a bunch. Steven Merchant. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like there's more stuff in there. I know. Nine seasons. <laughs> Nine seasons. So what's, what will repeat watching a fucking sitcom or show five times in a month? That's yeah. all I know. Yeah. Like, Bro, that means that... Well, I think w- people get comfort from uh, familiar shows. Totally. Yeah. So he definitely went to syndication because it's like a 201 um, episode show. So you know when they have like more than 100 and something episodes, they just, they get paid for the rest of their lives or something like that. Yeah. It's just in a syndicate and they keep earning returns forever. Just Jerry so. Seinfeld said, there'll be tattoos of people, they'll, they'll be playing Seinfeld on their arm, it'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. be dead for 100 years. And, they'll be and that's what you keep accruing. And it's so, it's true. It's it just, is true. It's ab- yeah, that's absolutely going to happen. And you can do it in a building or you can do it in a piece of like thought. This is what comedians are good at, I think. Comedians are good at making a, an idea that is hard to process, easy, like hard to digest, easy to digest. Mm-hmm. So we basically write that idea, bite it up, and then we spit it out to other people. And then those other people get that idea, which is, I would say, like not a virus, it's like a, an idea of food. It's like a, we create this starch, we give it to them, and then they put it in their own starch, and then they can be bigger than the comedian that gave him the idea, because then they can go and write something about it. And some people decide to write shit about it and shit on it rather than create with it. This is mm-hmm. my point. It's like you got two options when you get a new, a new idea. You can shit on the idea or you can learn from the idea. And that's the problem. People fucking decide to shit on the idea because of their egos. Yeah. That's it. Don't shit in well, the idea. Well, you have to do some things to maintain your ego. So. Yeah, but like, go fuck someone. I don't know. Do yeah. something. Yeah, like, you know, you like, yeah. get, have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Seriously. Like, go to the gym. Like, yeah. But like, shitting on people's... I, I think that some ideas need to be shit on. Don't get me wrong. Because some ideas are bad ideas. Like, like and Kanye on fucking... Oh. Kanye like sitting down with fucking Alex Jones saying all the shit that he said. Yeah. That was a bad idea. You know? yeah, and, cool. and Alex Jones was like... Kanye, I don't think that... Uh, no, <laughs> I don't agree like, with Kanye, by the way. <laughs> None of that was a bad idea. That was entertainment gold. Says the black Nazi. Sorry. How horrible things he said was said. People were... But I like him. Entertained <laughs> by watching it. But like, you could just bleep it and like, make it like a thousand times less offensive and yeah. still have the same Dude, word. Dude, that was funny. That was and hilarious. It like two more minutes or whatever. Some ideas are bad. Some ideas, but it's true. Some ideas are like people. People have that choice, and I think that you should shit on bad ideas for sure. Like people are shitting on him because of that, and that's fine. And he's getting the flag he needs to get because of that. But then some other people are going like, "Hang on a minute, uh, he, I don't know." And like you see what Dave Chappelle did at SNL just after that. Yeah, yeah. that was that was gold. That was gold. That was gold. That was that was crazy. But that, that, that is because Kanye said it first. This is my point. Kanye bit the idea of, of this persona, which is terrible in humanity, being likable. And at the same time, this group of people, which belong up to a part of a group of people that are religious, they are not the best. And they control something. They're not the best in the industry that they decided to control. That's all he's saying. They're saying he's saying like the entertainment industry, this is the industry these people have decided to focus on. He wants to control the entertainment industry. Kanye wants to, no, he wants to obviously make the, he believes that there is this issue in the entertainment industry. 
Okay? And that he believes that he's controlled by a group of people that are part of a religious group. That shall not be named. Shall not be named. I'm not going to say who they are. The Jewish people. Okay. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I just said that. Sorry, I said Jews. I mean the Jews. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm be, basically what I said earlier about how... And, and hang on, Bernard can't talk about this because he his oh great grandfather was a, his great grandfather was a Nazi. So you can talk about that. <laughs> no, no. What I can talk about is I said before that comedians are our own like fucking Freemasons. We reveal the truth, the real truth out there, mm-hmm. and comedy is the real truth. And I don't know. Family, I don't like, know. It's a lot of things, but it's, one of it. Yeah, it's, I think it's like yeah, it's it's. it's but some it's, people, it's it's uh, so saying, that's, that's a real truth. It's every truth. Yeah, yeah. Because people talk about the truth about themselves. Hang on, hang on. About, it's your truth. It's just be. Yeah, you, okay. you, hang on. It's your yeah. truth. Is that the truth? But this is the point. Is like when I was saying to you like last time we talked, it was like you know we are all one. Like you know people are all the same, and we all should be kind to each other. Did we say that? Oh, I uh, think I said that. Right, I, I was pretty high. Are. I was pretty high. Yeah. I'm pretty high right now. But sometimes I was pretty we are. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> like, like yeah. So like the first podcast we do, I was like, oh yeah, you know, people are the same. So you should be kind with them. And that means that sometimes, you know, you are a dickhead because we've all been dickheads before. Sometimes you just cross the line. You learn that lesson late in life or early in life. People learn them at different stages. What I'm saying is you share your experience and they go, oh, I get it. You're personal, you're funny, whatever. And, but it's a process. You have to build that to that level. And it's a process of building up confidence and building our rapport with other people and just it's an artistic endeavor and like the thing with comedy is like so real is it's there on the spot if you fail you know straight away Mm -hmm. that's it they didn't laugh your feedback is immediate and you're failing you're failing fast which is good it's yeah. a great thing. You fail forward. Just keep fucking failing. Well, it's such a quick feedback loop of seeing what works and yeah. being able to respond to it in real time. You know, like and being able you, to ch- it's kind of like YouTube in a way where if you upload something or even Instagram, yeah. anytime you're shooting at a target and you miss, you're fucked. You're you fine. know, like yeah. by the degree that you missed. Yeah. Narrow the gap. Narrow the gap. Make it, make it, make it fast. Make it fast and repeatable and, and just keep doing it. Because I think that it's all about talking and conversing with a group of people, right? That's all it is. And the group of people need to f- laugh at what you're saying. They don't need to be taught. They don't need to be reminded. But that's shit. like in the form of stand-up. And mm-hmm. I think you can also do comedy in other forms, like improv. Absolutely. Improv. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's that, we're talking about, I was talking particularly about comedy from like the stand-up perspective. Because you can be yeah. funny on podcasts. And there's people that don't yeah. do stand-up and they're funny on podcasts. You can be funny on TikToks. Ike Rafferty yeah. started doing videos, you know, and he's hilarious. He's now transitioning from that into comedy with like eight months in. He's funny as fuck, but he's built this body of work. But the thing that separates stand-up comedy from all the others, I think, if the one other thing exists, is uh, the live audience and the feedback loop. Straight away. And that's what's good about doing small shows around and doing open mics not only do you get a small following, you kind of get positive reinforcements for bad habits and jokes, be funny jokes later on. Uh, yeah, how does that happen? Uh, for a long time, I've been trying to get people to say the N-word constantly. And now people are comfortable to say it at the shows I go to. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you get 
You're yeah, a disruptor. I was saying something. You're a, real, <laughs> you're a real racial disruptor. You're really, you're really, you, you're but, one of a kind. Uh, you're one of a kind. Like, what's the difference between comedy and Toastmasters? Oh, well, mm. I don't think there's much. I think the only difference in comedy is like the, the aspect of making people laugh. Yeah. And when you meet people, yeah. making people laugh is making people relax. That's all it is. Is it, is it even laughing though? Or do you just like want to get them? Like whatever that it's means. It's everything. It's like, you, it's like people laugh at the surprise. All right. At the misdirection. People laugh at the, at the I was going to say this, but I change it to this way. People mm -hmm. laugh at the, at the bizarre action. For example, they see, what, they see Casey Rockley walk on stage. They, they, he's like big hair, like red yeah. hat on. Yeah. And he starts like, and, and everyone just goes like, well, he's first, got like an energy. Yeah. But first it's like, I stop. There's a silence. And then there is a, like a break of like, I wasn't expecting this. And then he's just like riffing and riffing and riffing and riffing oh, and riffing. Like good and he keeps too. like yeah. that energy up, 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 up until yeah. right until the end. And then he goes, I'm like, how the fuck? Like, but it's just that surprise element. And the one-liners. Well, he's building up an act. He's building up an act. But I think his act is built upon those one-liners, non-sequiturs that don't have any, make any sense. And then you listen to him. I say, mean, for, what do I know? I don't fucking know what he's doing. You no, know? I saw. I've been. I've watched that kid. He's fucking hilarious. I call him a kid because he's definitely. So you say he rips, but he's not, he's I'm rips. just saying, like, he what totally anyone's doing is they're trying to build up an act, right? Like they're trying to. Yes, get something correct. That's yeah, what I'm saying is that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter how funny you are, yeah, you're building an up an act, and that's exactly your point. Yeah, but the point yeah. is, surprise, build up an act, do it in front of people, and and they are gonna give you the feedback whether you're funny or not. And if you're not, you're not funny in that setting, you might be funny in another setting. It's just like we were talking about this. It's like. Oh, I feel like I'm not funny. And like people go through that all the time and chill out. But you can work in comedy or around comedy all the time. I think YouTube scratches a very similar itch for me mm -hmm. that with comedy. I think it's very similar. Yeah, in fact, that, in some ways, YouTube is like an advantage because it like um, you always retain something. You're building up a content yeah, library. Yeah. And even this, even the show is like a show, right? Yeah. And um, that's what you're, and that's currently. Exactly right. And then what you're expressing yourself, you're sharing an idea, which is exactly the same you think you do with comedy. You got more time to land an idea on a podcast than you do on a show because you need to land and the idea. And you retain something and you can exactly. that thing. Yeah. You need to land the idea straight away. You need to just be funny there and then. And that's where... Yeah, I don't even know like how much... I mean, I, well, I appreciate being funny, but I don't know. Like It's like the highest ideal for me. <laughs> like, I, I, I love when my people laugh because I, I, know, I know how I look. What if they, you made them laugh for something you didn't intend them to? Would you still enjoy it? I still enjoy it. Really? Okay. Yeah. I enjoy making them laugh at my expense. Well, sure, but like, like I if love, it was I love like a me. point against your point or whatever. Yeah, and if it was something, something unrelated, like I, did, I said sorry about a joke and everyone laughed. One day, I was talking about like my joke about having sex with my mom, but I would never have sex. With, my mom wants to have sex with me because she's getting demented, so she's going back to her young. It's like I'm explaining the joke. Like that's the concept. It's like your mom because it happens with dads. Dads forget who the daughters are when they have like dementia. I've I've I had that because I had two grandparents and 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 uncles that are pretty old and they got dementia, and they forgot who they're you know their daughters were and they were like you my wife when you were young because i they went back to their age when they were younger and they had a younger daughter or a younger girlfriend and then they were like no you're not you got alzheimer's you fucking crazy fucking fuck and then just slapped them across so the joke is the joke is not 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 really but the, the joke is <laughs> the joke i'm just I was ready to believe 
I'm just, I'm just saying it as in like as a throwaway, as a throwaway, as a throwaway to categorize Hispanics as very, very, very handful of people. But anyways, like you know, fuck whatever. But this is the joke. It's like I care about Kanye West's opinion the same way I care about my mother's opinion, right? And it's like because you know they're both speaking in timelines. You know they're both my demented mother's opinion. And I go like, why? Because they're both speaking in their own timelines. Kanye's timeline is 1945. My mom is 19 years old. I'm starting to fuck me, guys. My mom is trying, and I said that, and then people go like, "Oh," and I go, and I just said, "Ah, oh, sorry about that," and I kind of go like, oh, "Sorry about that," and and then I, and then when I say sorry, just like everyone, like just like at the back, people were laughing. I was like, just he, I just I just hear these two in the recording. I was like, "Oh, why the fuck was that funny?" I was like trying to figure it out, and then I asked, and it's like because he was so crass, but then you actually just like apologizing for it and just being so weird about it, and then I go like, "I'll never fuck my mom. My mom is like Hispanic woman. I will never do that." Your mom also like Trump. <laughs> What? Did your mom also like Trump? Uh, my mom is a right wing woman. He's, she's a very she's a bad mother. She's a bad mother, and only bad mothers are right wing. So yeah, my mom is a bad mother. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I only ask about comedy because it has these different elements, and I do want to know what is different about stand up versus uh, yeah the live audience. I think that's the only difference in anything, is because you you would never have the live audience. Like you can have it in a skit in a in SNL. You have a live audience. You have them right there watching you um i wonder how much that contributes to the energy of a sitcom oh heaps yeah because like you would almost expect that an actor would like kind of need an audience but like movie actors don't they just do it but you know have you seen the bloopers or when they are trying to contain their laughs and just making mistakes yeah um like i've been watching a lot of because i made i made a stupid joke about like i don't watch snl and then i went like i probably should like watch a lot of snl just because it's See, it's it's just funny. Yeah, it's I would rather do SNL. It's funny as fuck. And I was like, show. I watch it. I was like, I, I need to watch more. I never, <laughs> I've like never been able to get into it. Yeah, I watched I, it I just, up. I watched. Uh, what were the old shows? I watched a lot of Letterman. Letterman was like fucking that. Like in talking, in South about, America, Letterman was going on live every time. Like, like a Tonight Show or a skit show? Tonight Show on SNL. Oh, well, SNL uh, was a skit show. Sorry, I know. Yes. Okay, because we had Matt TV. Matt TV, you're old school. Yeah. Matt yeah. TV was amazing. I never saw it. Yeah, in Living Color. Oh, yeah, I watched that on YouTube, though. So you have all these, like, amazing sketch shows that have been around. But see, I would rather do a sketch show or a, a sitcom than do podcasts. Because really? podcast is a coin that is a double. The first side of the coin is you can get known and popular quick and by a lot of people. Other side of the coin is if you stop casting after like a month or so people will fucking dwindle down and forget you well yeah like it's something you're signing up to do is like a lifestyle but yeah if we do sitcoms sketch shows stuff like that they will never forget you because they can always see a syndication yeah like well but that assumes you could actually get onto snl there's other things other things out there yeah are you guys on backstage yes i am are you really uh, this uh, free uh, I know about it, but I'm not. I don't have Actually, a profile. I probably should. I have an amazing. Only fans? Uh, no, I, I, I'm def- my dick is definitely in a few OnlyFans out of there. Don't look for it. It's I've small. An, uh, amazing experience had to me happened to me on Christmas. Yeah, tell us. About it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were raped. No, yeah. dude, dude. <laughs> so I, I found a role in backstage to do background extra for a, a small sh- like 
short show for a film festival called The Stand-Up. Oh. So I went there, became background audience, but they told me, no, we want you to be a bartender instead. A what? A bartender at the show. So I did the, I did the bartender part. Loved it. First takes, works. It was great. Then they said, tomorrow we need comedians come in. Really long comedians, we want to come in and do a spot. I'm like, sure. I did a 15-minute spot. One take is all I needed. Had them laughing, just dying in there. They were saying, you're great. We're grind. And if I'm lucky enough, and I uh, talk to him in the future because I have his uh, email and stuff, these are the same producer and director who are doing the Fear of the Walking Dead in Austin, in, 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 around the area, so... I said, oh, okay. they, they, bro, you're a pretty fucking big zombie, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. You'd be a good Dude, zombie. Fear the Walking Dead hires so many comedians for their show. Fuck yeah. Damn. Yeah, like it's all like kind of hey, fun guys. to think about, but everything at, takes look at, so much look at time my impression of a zombie. energy uh, to do. You know, like yeah. you just got to like pick it's a good. few things and yeah. dial in on those. So what are up. your few things? You've got Mr. THC, the weed company. Oh, uh, Mr. THC. Uh, like, uh, how's your, how's your, yeah. Well, I just finished doing a selection of new suppositories. I have THCP. <laughs> how is it TCO. real? How is it real? Can you describe like, uh, okay, the possibility of this existing? So basically, putting weed up your ass, guys. When I was, weed up your ass. Uh, uh, messing around with weed and making tinctures for myself, <laughs> my friend came over and needing something that he was in pain. I said, here, here's some oil that's been infused with THC. He takes it home, right? And I instructed him to put it in food or put it on his joints, and that's it. He calls him back up, tells me that his girlfriend was in the corner in a fetal position and was seeing shit. And it was because of my shit I, I gave him. And I'm like, what the fuck did you do? And he told me straight up that, they were out of lube, and they noticed online that coconut oil is a good lube to use. So they <laughs> use my oil. Hey, uh, that thing is built to absorb, yes, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They do. It call it, it's, it's called shelving. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. Are that really got to be that high? That was it's called boofing. It's, a, it's, it's, it's called shelving. Australian uh, kids in high school when I was at university back in 2010 did it with tampons and alcohol they put these tampons in vodka and they put the tampons either girls up there taint and the boys up there why is it worth it behold uh because they're they're australians that's it they just that's dumb. what they do they're dumb as fuck <laughs> they, 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 i mean that you gave the country you gave you gave you gave this you gave this mass of uh prisoners and uh and wardens and prison wardens do australians uh self-identify as prisoners no they don't they're trying i to, mean of like that just, being it's part hilarious, of their culture and it's hilarious how, it's hilarious Sorry, how, how australians think that just like doing all this thing and reparations and pain they eliminated their black population it's two percent now and they were they and they were the entirety of the country when the british prisoners and their wardens got into the country that's all it's okay. just like it's just mathematics. But is it part of like their history that like that that was where Britain sent all the they have a, yeah, yeah 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 that's how they that's how it starts. Is and there any lawlessness or like how do they? No, this is it? the point that I was trying to make. Right, these people have managed to create a great society based on the same idea, 
right? Like every Australian, they don't, they're not allowed to own guns. We are not allowed to own guns because guns are illegal in Australia. That's crazy. Right now, there's a crime increase in Australia where a mother just got stabbed outside her house on a home invasion. And that would have been solved if that father was able to own a gun and to have a safe way to actually protect his, his wife. But she couldn't. And he was just getting stabbed. Even if you have a gun, like what are the chances you can like get your gun, cock it, aim, I, I'm a pro-gun kind of guy because I think that if you ban guns, the only people that have guns are criminals. And that's the case yeah. in Peru. And that's a bad case. Now, and in zombies, Peru, like, you know, exactly, whatever. Exactly. Like, and then we have, like, happen. the fear of the walking dead and all this sort of shit. And then you need, you need a gun in case the world Neuralink, goes under. AI infects everyone's heads. For fuck's sake. We, we need, need some guns. So, like, and then in Peru, if you shoot someone in Peru, because we don't have the Second Amendment, um, you can go to jail for the rest of your life, protecting your family, right? In America, you don't, because you can actually protect yourself because of the Second Amendment. So, God bless America and God bless the United States. I love this country. <laughs> Me too. I love it. Hallelujah. USA, USA. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my point. Australians are great. They're great people, but they still... No more huddled masses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more huddled masses. We're going to make you we take need, the we need American the best. Ninja we need Warrior. The best. We, need, we, need the best. we need the best from here as well going down. Down south, please go to Peru. Visit. Cocaine is cheap. Some of you love it. Um, and, and, you know, women will love you. They'll call you gringo. Mi gringo. Mi gringo, mi amor. That's what they will tell you. So I don't understand what you're waiting for. Please, I'm the biggest advocate for Peruvian tourism. You should go right now. Yes, we just changed our precedent. Six precedent in four years. But go visit. Uh, I need to get some money is from the Peruvian, from Peru? Peruvian tourism. Uh, yeah. weed, weed, weed is not legal, but it's decriminalized. It's like, decriminalized. Can we get Peru to, to sponsor this podcast? Yeah, can we get Peru to just hit, hook us some money here? Uh, yeah. Weed in Peru... like. Are drugs. they doing a thing with Bitcoin? Actually, aren't they mining Bitcoin from a volcano? Bro, let's not, let's not, let's not get no. They're not. Uh, are they not? Or what they're, are not they doing? they're not. They just, okay. do, they're, they're just, they're mining. Well, they're mining is gold illegally out of the Amazon and selling a lot of it, making a killing. That's what they're doing. But that's not good. Not good. We need to change that. But anyways, I'm not. I'm not going to. But someone will. Uh, hopefully, someone, someone bigger than me. But. <laughs> But we got yeah, Peru, Peru. You should go and visit. Girls will love you. They'll 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 marry you for sure. Mm, mm. Feel lonely? Go down there. Yeah. Try your luck. You get right. you. Now they definitely have to pay us. <laughs> yes, please, taxpayers, pay us some money. Oh, but yeah, so Australia, we, Australia is like that. Uh, it's like a basic prison. The the politicians think they control the government and like anything. When politicians are controlling the people, they tell you if you don't put this vaccine, you can't work. You can't leave the country because we have a pandemic. No one can get in. It's just like, it's very much so like the island. It, that's exactly how it is. And it's a big brother situation. And they got China just breathing down their neck. So and let's go back to it. You said shelving is what you call it when they push it in their ass? Yes. In America, it's called boofing. Boofing. That's weird. You got to shelf it. You got to put it up. No, you boof it. So people boof it. They boof yeah. the THC yep. and it gets absorbed in. Yep. And, and that's, that's how I came out with uh, Mr. THC. Uh, Somehow that's more pleasant than a joint. But I'll tell you this, that inspiration was uh, is, done actually. as a joke on stage, and I got like backers <laughs> from that joke. Australians don't kill me. People would do that. I believe that. But from that, a new branding of a bunch of stuff. I have a nasal spray you can snort at THC. I have a powder you can snort called Skunk Bumps. I have a lube called Booty Butter. I have an ointment called body butter, and I have a peanut butter called mutter butter. Dang, man. That sounds so... That sounds nasty. But good. Like, good in a good way. Like, it's just... 
something that you can use in the in the bedroom. You need to love some booty butter. Oh, shit. This thing's losing power. So anyway, AI is going to take over. This was like a trial of uh, the setup, so hopefully everything works. But yeah. it was really fun talking. That is true. Yeah. Can we consolidate anything into lessons or learnings for anyone? Uh, Travel to Peru. Travel to Peru. All right. Peru is going to pay us now. Yeah. in Bitcoin that they mine from a volcano. Uh, Are they doing that or not? Is that a real thing? I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll look at yeah. it. I'll look Jose, it's like after two years being my PA, I might be able to tell you to a branch of Peru. There you go. You might have a new it's job. It. You'll be like, right. I'm a, I made business. I have no business here. That's it, bro. Just give us a house in Texas. That'd be, that'd be good. Give us, give us a place to live. Give us a, give us a bedroom. Give us a bedroom. A bedroom in your, in your, in your mansion. I'll, I'll give you the full house. How about that? Yeah, fuck yes. The full house. <laughs> All right, look at this. This is the kind of connections that we're making here. <laughs> yeah, give me a couch, dude. I can, I can sleep on, my, on, my, on the floor. No, you'll have a full time. All right, all right, in the office, in the, in the full house. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. All right, you guys can negotiate this enough time. Thanks, guys, <laughs> for uh, watching the show and hanging out with us.